0: The show that engages with the canon so that you don't have to. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony.
1: And I'm another of your hosts, Sydney. And now we're going to do something a little bit different
0: yes we are going to do our first two movies episode and it's going to be two horror movies
1: yeah and um it's partly because it's october Mm -hmm. and partly because i am just like over music for some reason
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's weird that you were the one to be like i need a break
1: i just i have a lot of other projects inside my spotify that i feel have been sidelined for a really long time i like to be keeping up with the the girl pops o'caron
0: the musics of today you want to be hip to the musics of today
1: yeah i do well and that person on my tiktok was like i guess you haven't listened to the new beyonce album and i was like um uh, fuck you
0: and you took that as a challenge even how though you, could you already have how
1: could you think that about me well it's just like i'm not projecting that i'm doing those things you know and it's like sure i did i had listened to the beyonce album but it, it took me like two weeks which is way longer than it should have mm-hmm. i don't even know how long the rina sawayama album has been out and i'm just getting to it now like it's
0: i don't even know who that is so you're doing better than well, me. well you're
1: i'll tell you you're missing out
0: I probably am.
1: But I think you, as a fan of the Fame monster, would really like Rina Sawayama.
0: Okay, cool. That's good to know. Yeah, I mean, if there's one thing this podcast has taught me, it's that just because I don't know something, that is absolutely no indication of taste and or quality.
1: Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Like, I
0: probably am truly missing out on something fun. Yeah. Uh, So I will check that out. But this episode, we are talking about two very classic horror movies, Alien and Psycho. Yeah. This is also a bit of a cheat, because I have seen both of these. And when I was in high school, Psycho was one of my favorite movies. Okay.
1: Yeah. So we're just, I'm just catching up.
0: Yeah. We're playing a little bit of catch up for you, but they also seem like both of us aren't really horror movie aficionados, I would say, Uh, though we are both friends with horror movie aficionados.
1: Yes. These are both movies I've specifically avoided before.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And so I would be curious to hear from you, we we could start with Alien just because it's First in the alphabet. I have no better reason to start with it than Psycho. Yeah, yeah. Just curious what you know about it or what you think it's going to be.
1: Okay, so I actually, for having not seen it, I have talked about it a lot. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: Which is uh, kind of why it's ripe for this podcast. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I pretty much know what's going to happen. Okay. We're in space. Yes. Sigweave.
0: Yes. (laughs) Sigourney Weaver.
1: Yeah. It's going to find some sort of cool thing. And bring it on to the ship, and then it's going to turn out to be eggs. Sure. I don't want to
0: confirm too much. Yeah. but So okay. far, you're not doing bad.
1: And then the eggs will grow up and eat everyone, probably except for Sigourney Weaver, maybe like one other person. Okay. <laughs> sure. 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 I don't know who. Oh, and uh, one of these aliens is going to come out of someone. Is that this one or the second one? That is this one. Okay, That's yeah.
0: all of them. I think it always happens.
1: That's how they. That's
0: how they do. Yeah. Okay. That's how they hatch.
1: Okay, yeah, they need a human body to... Or, like, a something body. Uh, gestate in. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I am nervous about both these films for very different reasons, and I, I, I'm concerned that Alien is going to be too gross for me, just, like, because of the hatching thing, mm-hmm. and I've seen the Alien, and, like, the Alien's okay, but, like, imagining what it was going to do to those people, like, I think it's going to fuck those people up mm-hmm. in a way that I'm not, like, eager to watch. But... So, Gurney Weaver is going to be there. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. I've always found her very watchable, as I think most people (laughs) have come Mm -hmm. to that conclusion. I've heard that it's sort of more eerie than anything else, and that's fine. I do fine with ear. Yeah, I didn't
0: find it to be like the things I don't like about horror movies are like cheap jump scares and like making the audience afraid for the sake of making the audience afraid and just like making things creepy and gross for the sake of making them creepy and gross and alien i feel like does not fall into those traps yeah okay i also think that alien is a good thing for us to watch because watching alien is the only way that we're going to be able to watch aliens which i do think is a movie you will legitimately enjoy Oh, okay. Because the sequel is much more action-oriented, and it is directed by James Cameron.
1: Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. It's not like that's a foolproof. Sure.
0: (laughs) No, I I know that's not a guarantee, but I feel like those are, let's call it- Like,
1: I feel like he's made more movies I don't like than movies I do like. It's just that I really like. (laughs) One of them. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have found that I've only seen the first two, and the things that, having not seen them at all that I thought were like the iconic moments from alien, most of them are actually from aliens, oh okay. oh, um,
1: yeah, that's why I asked if the hatching thing was because I because I feel like I know that that a lot of it is actually that in the is one. alien like that yeah, okay. the most
0: iconic version of that is alien,
1: okay, yeah. I've seen spaceballs, <laughs> so.
0: Same actor, yeah, it's so, John Hurt both times,
1: so that'll uh, Spaceballs actually
0: does a pretty good job of like shot for shot remaking that particular sequence.
1: Uh, yeah, if, if I'm being honest, I think I have seen also that just that sequence from Alien. I don't know why because mm-hmm. of like TMC countdowns with my parents, or what like, I really don't know, but I think that I have seen it because I think that I knew that it was that Spaceballs was not merely quoting but like homaging yeah like fully recreating yeah
0: yeah do you think you're gonna like it
1: um yeah i'm i'm like nervous about it but i i think i'm i think i'm gonna think that it's well done and be ultimately glad to have seen it as with a lot of things on this that feel a little homeworky it's like well but now i've done it yeah
0: and so psycho
1: Well, okay, Psycho, I'm concerned that I am conflating a bunch of things. I think I basically know what's going to happen in Psycho, but maybe I don't. Maybe I have no idea what happens in Psycho besides that someone showers with chocolate syrup. Yes, blood. (laughs)
0: There's a shower scene and someone, blood in the movie is chocolate syrup.
1: Yeah. Is there cross-dressing in this film?
0: I can neither confirm nor deny.
1: Okay, then. Okay, then I know. Then I know. <laughs> okay. I think I know. I think I know the punchline.
0: Okay. What? What is? You can say it because, like, you're not going to spoil it for me.
1: Right. Yeah. It's like it turns out the whole time. It's like, wait. Okay. What's the Shining? <laughs> is it the? Does Psycho and the Shining have the same punchline? Is that why I'm confused?
0: They do not. Having seen both, they do not.
1: Okay. Which one of them does it turn out that the guy is his mother? That's Psycho. Yeah. Okay. What's The Shining? Because, okay, I feel yeah, like- What? That's a
0: whole different cover. What is The Shining? It's, it's a okay, weird no, one. Okay, no, you
1: can tell me later, because I feel, like it's, I feel like the deal we make with people listening is like, we're going to spoil the things for you that we're talking about, but we don't yeah. get to be surprising. Like, yeah, we're we not talking about The Shining.
0: Yeah, we don't need to surprise, um, spoil The
1: Shining. My concern about Psycho is that it's going to be boring. I think Alien's going to be a little, like, nervy, mm-hmm. and I think Psycho's going to be a little bit boring.
0: Okay. The reason it was such a I carried such a torch for it in high school was I think because it was so surprisingly not boring for me when I watched it in high school in film class and was like, "Oh, this is an old black and white thriller that totally holds up." Hmm. And that's really cool. And like I just hadn't seen any other like old thrillers that didn't feel like hokey and creaky and like
1: Yeah, I think it's going like, to feel Ooh. I think it's going to feel hokey and creaky and slow.
0: My experience of the two, and I haven't seen... Like, I saw Alien, like, I don't know, six years ago. It's the only time I've seen it. I haven't watched Psycho since I was in, like, early college. But my recollection is that Alien is definitely a slow burn. Psycho, I feel like, is much more well-paced. Okay. It's not brisk because it's still from 1960 right. but it is it's not like plotting it like yeah. it, there's always something going on that you're oh it's that it's it's
1: 1960 it's 1960
0: mm. like pretty much on the dot
1: yeah okay that's later than i thought it was
0: fun fact of psycho trivia it is the first movie to show an on-screen toilet that is fun yeah not anyone using it it's just there yeah and they had to like really fight for it I think there was as big if not a bigger fight over the toilet as there was about the implied nudity in the shower scene.
1: Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But we can talk about that more in the aftertimes. It's more fun once you've actually seen it. Yeah, I guess like, that does it, sound you know, what it is. that
1: does sound very 1960.
0: I'm wondering if it's still going to be as interesting to me now having, you know, 15 more years of seeing movies. And I am interested for you to tell me whether or not you think that me loving the movie Psycho was a red flag for the basement boy version of myself that existed at sixteen, seventeen. Oh, because thinking about it, I'm like,
1: me. Mm, well, I think. Don't you think? Don't you think that it was maybe more of a? Do you think it has to do with the cross dressing? Well, I feel like it's going to turn out to be more of a non-binary thing.
0: Maybe I was not as drawn to the cross dressing or, or a
1: double binary thing. I mean, I definitely. Oh fuck! We just said we weren't gonna spoil things that aren't what we're talking about, but well, literally I can just everybody cut it. it's knows. Fine. I everybody knows it. Silence of the Lambs, right? Everybody knows that. That's not a spoiler. Everybody knows. If I know silence, if we, that's not even on our envelope because we've all seen it, but that's the the thing about that definitely gave me a little like gender, like ooh. I liked that. That's what was happening, and I liked that that it was. It's a moment that it's Jodie Foster that figures it out
0: because mm-hmm. the
1: whole thing of it is that she's like the rookie or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, what could possibly be going on here? And she's like, ooh, I know. And I, I I, liked that character-defining moment. And I liked that it occurred to her so quickly. I think I was like, ooh, Jodie Foster, do you want a woman suit? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Turns out, yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> OK, well, I guess we'll go and we'll watch these two movies. And then we'll let you know what we think. Anyway, hi everyone we're back
1: hi um i had a a, a two imatrex day so my migraine girlies know what that means <laughs>
0: <laughs> hashtag migraine squad
1: uh, yeah <laughs> squad but i'm gonna i'm gonna do my best <laughs>
0: we're, i mean look both of these movies were kind of trippy so i think it's fine
1: yeah sometimes sometimes i think i do my best work a little you know uninhibited yeah i mean
0: Lest we forget, I did the first three, maybe even four episodes of this show with a blood full of codeine and a mouth full of stitches. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of our best episodes you did absolutely ripped on Imitrex. So, like, (laughs) I remember you saying, I don't remember the Taylor Swift episode.
1: I I don't. (laughs) It's one of our best episodes. So, yeah, I I mean, I remember listening to all that Taylor Swift. (laughs) <laughs> like i remember thinking about how excited i was to do the episode
0: <laughs> yeah yeah so which do you want to start with
1: let's start with psycho because that's the order that we watched them in
0: okay great i want to propose doing something a little bit differently and sure. instead of us both saying what we think i feel like i'm just so yeah, unfairly yeah, yeah. biased i'll just count to three and you tell me what you <laughs> or think. i can just tell you but it's fun to count to three <laughs> okay i don't know it's okay just- no yeah yeah, yeah. okay Hit ready me. Three,
1: two, one. Ugh, I was right. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry to break it to you. That's okay. No, it's like you're right. It ha- that things did continue to happen in a way that they did. Well, now I'm already talking about both, but I see what you're what what you were getting at about like Psycho is perhaps better paced than Alien Mm-hmm. because there is a lot of Alien where like just nothing really is up.
0: They're just vibing for the first like half.
1: Yeah. 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 Like a yeah, like a full half is mostly vibes. And psycho's not like that and, and that's true, but I don't know. There's just something about like movies before I really don't know when the cutoff is, but it's like, yeah, even though every scene was like doing something, I just like knew what it was doing and I kinda knew what the next scene was gonna do and I wasn't like bored. I wasn't like, uh
0: you just weren't surprised.
1: Yeah, I wasn't surprised and I and I wasn't like, I also wasn't especially interested. <laughs> I mean, that's totally
0: fair. I think that when I was watching it, I definitely did notice. And I think, you know, we'll talk about this more with Alien, but I think Psycho does kind of suffer by comparison to Alien because they come from very different eras. Sure. And like the scares in Psycho do definitely feel more hokey. When yeah. you're comparing it to Alien,
1: I wasn't expecting to be scared by Psycho. I mean, I, yeah, I just I think I was right. Like I, I, I wasn't expecting it to be scary because of its age, mm-hmm. and I wasn't expecting it to really do anything like especially interesting because its main thing is that it was scary, right? You know. And like this cool like doctor psychology twist. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like it's it's not its fault that it had a good idea that everyone else has done since, and that it has kind of worn poorly with like greater exploration of both DID and gender stuff. Yeah,
0: like okay, so. To ground our listeners, though, Psycho is so iconic, I don't even know if we have to. It is the story of a woman who steals a bunch of money from her employer, sets off to drive to her boyfriend, and does not make it there because she stops at a motel for the night and is murdered by a murdering old lady? Yeah. Who, it turns out, is actually her son, who the mentally disturbed keeper of the hotel. Yeah. Who keeps her skeleton in the basement?
1: I did like that our heroine such as she was she doesn't really last that long but i liked that we were starting with a morally compromised lead yeah from the beginning i mean i was i feel like they did everything they could to make it like i was like no, oh, she should take that money like the guy whose money it was was like a sleaze yeah it was like a total sleaze and he said several times that like it wouldn't hurt him to lose it he like yeah. made a point of saying that yeah and it's like this money is going to really change her life and her boyfriend's life. And so I I, I didn't really think – I was kind of rooting. I mean, I knew what was going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> I was rooting for her to have that money despite knowing that it probably wasn't going to work out. But I just think of older movies, and especially, like, I feel like black and white is, like, a signal to me of, like, we're going to handle things, like, pretty black and white. And in a way it does, because it's like she does something bad and then she's punished. Mm -hmm. This is a thing that happens in horror movies that I think is one of the reasons I have trouble with the genre, is that, like, sometimes in order to be fresh and surprising, like, in order to avoid predictability, a horror movie will kill its main character at some point in the middle and then our our focus will have to shift mm-hmm. to a different main character yeah and that's just hard for me yeah and it's like i understand why because you wanted to keep me on my toes you were like oh you thought you thought you had a final girl like no you don't di- not yeah. not this one yeah when
0: janet lee dies you turned to me and you were like wait a minute how much is left in this movie and i was like well we're about 30 minutes into this hour and 45 minute movie and you were like I'm sorry, what? I was like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it's the end of Act One.
1: I did not know what the rest of the movie was going to be. And I didn't, I feel like it was longer than Act One. I don't know. Act One should only be a quarter of the movie. Okay. It's just like hard for me to start over. I mean, I can barely watch movies. I want to watch TV shows because I just want to be with people I already know. Right. And it's like, if I take the time to get to know somebody, then it's just hard to start all over. I know Scream is that too, but it's like, I don't know, it's famous and it's fast and it's really entertaining wait i'm sorry are you trying to tell me that janet lee was the first one yeah
0: that's janet lee what janet lee's marion
1: who's the other one
0: i forget the name of the actress the sister yeah the sister
1: are you sure positive my face blindness is worse than i thought i really spent the whole second half of the movie like yeah she, she does look like jamie jamie lee curtis
0: well, okay. I, I'll give you some, a little bit of partial credit because I do think they did a great job casting people who could plausibly be sisters.
1: Yes. Yes. I thought that too. And again, like I'm face blind, so I'm not a reliable source on that. But I really like, because of my face blindness, like it's exciting to me when I feel like something breaks through and it usually has to do not with the actual features of a face, but like the way that the face moves. And I like really thought I saw Jamie Lee Curtis's face in her face. I did think the actor who played Norman Bates, who apparently you told me during the movie, was Steven Sondheim's best friend.
0: <laughs> one of yeah, one of his very close friends. Steven Sondheim was the godfather to Anthony Perkins' kids.
1: Amazing. Um I thought he did a great job. It was well done. It's just like I I, I got it. Yeah. I think
0: also I forgot this fact. And then after we watched the movie, looked it up again. Psycho was the first slasher movie. And when it was released, they didn't do any trailers. No one really knew what it was about. The cast wasn't allowed to do any press for it. And critics weren't allowed to see advanced screenings. Everyone just had to see it on opening night. Yeah. And so I think a lot of the reason why it had such an impact is because everyone was like, excuse me, what the fuck just happened?
1: Yeah. Yeah. If, it's, if there had never been a film where it was like, oh, that person died, deal with it.
0: That person got stabbed a lot.
1: Yeah. And now the story is just going to keep going. And now another person's going to get stabbed a lot until somebody doesn't. That's pretty huge. Yeah. I don't know how I would feel about it. Yeah, I probably would have been like, this is too avant-garde for me.
0: But that's how they felt about the toilet.
1: <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I like to think that 1960 me would have been fine with the toilet. Mm-hmm. wouldn't have really th- even thought about the toilet and then would have read the fact that I'd never seen a toilet on screen before and been like, have I never seen a toilet on screen before? But I can conceive of 1960 me having the exact opposite reaction of me right now being like, this is, this is far too innovative mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't know what to do with it. I'm going to need to sit with this film for three to five business years <laughs> <laughs> yeah, before I decide how I actually feel about it.
0: Yeah, I do think, going back a little bit, I think that part of the reason I love this movie so much is because Anthony Perkins does such a good job. Yeah. The thing that I like about his performance is he is often so understated. Like, there's times where he's really going for it. But when he's sitting and talking and saying lines that, like, anyone else would, like, really lean into the creep factor, he just kind of, like, throws him away. Yeah, yeah. Like, the line where he's like, oh, yeah, I always change the sheets, even if no one's staying there. I just don't like the smell of dampness. It's, I don't know, it's creepy. And You know what I
1: mean? And yeah. he just,
0: <laughs> like, like anyone else would be like, I hate the smell of damp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, they would just, like, really chew the wallpaper. Yeah,
1: yeah, he does a great job being, like, a just a charming little twerp. Yeah, you're like,
0: okay, he's weird. I get that he's, yeah, he's weird. Yeah, he's a little off yeah I mean you see him spying on Marion through a hole in the wall and so you're like okay he's a he's a little creepy he's a little off but they do a really good job of hiding the fact that mother's not alive yeah I think especially if you don't like know that that's coming
1: yeah it's like I did I knew it anyway so did I
0: when I saw it I mean it's it's barely a spoiler that we're saying it now the movie came out 62 years ago (laughs) yeah exactly like everyone knows but I feel like in the movie they do a really good job of hiding it. Yeah, I, to the point where Ari didn't really clock it.
1: Yes, that's true. That's true.
0: Yeah, I was surprised that Ari sat through it because yeah, she was I like, to. like right before the end, Ari was like, "Wait, were those scenes with the mother in the past? Because she's <laughs> dead, right?"
1: <laughs> yeah, she did stay for the whole movie. I don't know how focused. Yes, she was for the entirety of the film.
0: Yes, I'll not hide in the fruit salad. <laughs>
1: Okay, it did sound like that, though.
0: Well, yes, because it was, I'll not hide in the fruit cellar. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Tell it. Tell
0: it. Yeah. Do you remember in the before times when I was like, I learned how to do a thing that I really should have picked up on beforehand as like a clue? The thing that I learned to do was I would recite the scenes with Norman and his mother doing... Impressions of Norman and Mother?
1: No, in the before times, you you asked me if it was like a red flag thing about your basement boy days. And I was like, I think it might be a duality thing. Yes. Well, I'll,
0: I'll circle back then. Do you think it was a red flag of my basement boy days that I love this movie?
1: Honestly, no, because I also have ADHD and I liked doing a decent voice of anything like oh I yeah no a, I not that just like liking trick. this
0: movie at oh, all oh, oh, oh,
1: oh, um no okay that's no. good it's a classic I feel like it makes more sense to like it as a tween or a young teen mm-hmm. then I don't want to knock such a beloved film like if you're a grown-up and you love this movie like I guess that makes sense too but I feel like the the things that were working against it for me are just that i've like seen too many other things already yeah and like to and it's too like famous and storied like i'd heard too much about it both mm-hmm. of those those things wouldn't have been true when i was a kid
0: yeah i had forgotten most of mother's lines and i think i looked at you when we were when we were doing it and the line that really like jogged a sense memory for me was you filthy little boys with your filthy erotic minds. And I was like, Oh yeah. I used to say that a lot. (laughs) That was like a fun thing for me to
1: say. Yeah. I I don't, I don't think that's that weird. I think that's just part of growing up.
0: Yeah. This is for funsies.
1: I can't think of what, what my, what mine were, but I I know that I had like just uh, several lines from things Locked and loaded, just like, like to actual, like you would think I was playing you a recording of the thing because I just like worked it up so good. Yeah. yeah. And then it was fun for me to do it. And people would be like, wow, that sounded exactly like from the movie. And I would be like, this is a huge accomplishment. And I realize now that they were probably just making a simple observation and not giving me a, a, a really big compliment, but it felt like it. <laughs> no,
0: same Z. Same on every point.
1: You know, I yeah, I, I don't know what that's about, but it feels familiar to me. So yes. um I'm I'm not worried about it. Yeah, no, it's fine.
0: One thing when we were watching this movie that I not only remembered, but like really heard the conversation for the first time and was like oh, this really should have been a clue for me was when Marion and Norman are talking and Marion is saying, your mother is very mean, Norman, why don't you just leave? And he goes, well, we all have our own private traps. Some of us walk into them. Some of us make them ourselves. I was born into mine. And she's like, well, why don't you change it? And he's like, oh, it's not so bad. You know, I've learned to live with it. And I'm like, hmm mm. that was my philosophy for a very long time of <laughs> sure. like oh it's not so bad and then someday I will die
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay I guess that's a little bit of a red flag like if only for like your well-being <laughs>
0: yeah no I mean that's not how I feel anymore but like <laughs> but it's
1: like oh but this the person who says that is not thriving
0: no he he's not
1: he's stabbing people in he's their showers he's truly actually.
0: not thriving yeah because he's a murdering psychopath yeah
1: yeah so the fact that you were like it's not weird to me that you like the movie or even identified with the guy but that the, you were like <laughs> you were like that thing he says about like feeling trapped and that's okay like that that gives me permission to feel like it's okay even though he's fully a murderer
0: <laughs> oh yeah i should revise i didn't that didn't make me feel like it was okay like i just didn't pick up on that conversation at all when i was in high school mm. and now watching it back it's like oh looking back yeah that was how i felt yeah of just like it's okay to be like moderately unhappy with some yeah, thing yeah, yeah. about myself that I'm not really going to address, yeah. or really even look at that closely. That's okay. That's normal, right? Everyone.
1: Everyone's doing that. Everyone thinks about that all the time. I mean, right, I, right, I, right? I I do. I think it's true to some extent that like everyone has traps. No, it's
0: it's a good sentiment. I mean, the movie the movie doesn't that really scene, do anything wrong, which is one of the yeah, things I that, like that about scene,
1: it. That scene that scene was probably the the most engaged that I was. I think interesting. Yeah, well they cover a lot. They talk about like taxidermy like it's and he's like I only want to taxidermy birds because they're so much more passive than other animals. I thought that was mm-hmm. like interesting to me for some reason. I don't know. There's just a long sequence where she's like trying to trade out her car because she's being followed by the cops and a cop literally watches her switch cars mm-hmm. and I was like this is a What a ridiculous exercise. And then also, it doesn't even come back because the person that comes after her later is a PI, not a cop. Yeah. So, like, if the point was just to show us that she's, like, kind of bumbly at committing crimes, like, it just could have been a lot faster. Like, I don't know, like, just, like, the amount of time that we spent at that used car dealership with the car guy being, like, now, say, are you sure? And her being like, well, yes. Is there anything wrong with just being sure about something? Mm-hmm. Like, they said those exact things to each other like 11 times. And then yes. it's like, it's like she goes to the bathroom and gets out the cash and comes back out. And it's like, now, listen, lady, you do seem to be in an awful lot of a hurry. And she's like, well, but is there anything wrong with being in a hurry? Like, I, I just was like, this, I get it. I yeah. get it. No, that that is I'm with you.
0: Yeah, that is the most repetitive scene of the entire movie. <laughs> I do like that every criminal in the movie is bad at being a criminal.
1: Yeah, I Norman Bates is like pretty good at being a criminal. I guess that's
0: true. I guess that's true. But I like that like he cracks under pressure really easily. Like yeah, anytime he's not anyone, a great like, liar. Yes. Like, <laughs> that's what I mean.
1: was like wide not you like when the PI guy is like, can I look? At your, he says that no one's been to the motel in the last, like, mm-hmm. two weeks or something, and the PI is like, can I look at your, like, ledger or whatever? Mm-hmm. And he doesn't hesitate. He's like, oh, yeah, go ahead. And I was like, oh, yes, of course, because he was smart enough to tear out the page.
0: And he wasn't. But he
1: wasn't. It's, like, right there. And I was like, dude, What? Yeah, Did you think of everything? Because he's so good. He's like so efficient at cleaning up like Mm -hmm. the cleaning up scene. I was like, oh, he's done this a lot of times.
0: Yes, that is definitely what is communicated there.
1: But then it's like, oh, no, but you're so bad at like if you were going to show the ledger, why didn't you just say that you think you had one lady come stay? But she definitely wasn't that girl like it was an old woman you barely you know like what just have like a
0: he could even have said like if you're gonna try to lie as little as possible he could just be like oh yeah that woman was here but she went to bed really early it was raining a lot and then she left at dawn which is when she wanted to leave anyway
1: yeah just that's what he ends up saying and it's like well if you were gonna say that then why didn't you just so yeah so i guess he is kind of bad there's like he's good at the crime parts i guess anyone could be good at that
0: and he's good at giving the impression of being just sort of like a weird hermit like weird but harmless guy yeah and it's only because the pi is a pi and it's like their job in a movie to like get stuck on something that he really like goes for it the other thing that i liked about this movie is i think it's shot really well like there's a lot of really cool shots like the first time sam comes to the hotel and he doesn't see anyone and they're just calling around and then it cuts to norman is standing at the edge of the swamp watching the pi's car sink and his face is in shadow but his eyes are lit up and it just like slowly zooms in on him like it's just such a like a foreboding and creepy shot yeah i really like that there are some times where i have watched especially horror movies and just been like Did you care about the way this is shot
1: at all? Yeah. There are
0: some, and there are some horror movies, I think this is one of them, Halloween is another, where it is very, very important how it is shot.
1: Yeah, well, a lot of horror movies are like, we made this because it's quick and dirty, but everybody here wants to show some artistry, Mm -hmm. (laughs) especially like, older horror movies it's like how can we make things as spooky as possible not even necessarily without like showing a lot of violence but without like having to pay money for expensive violence (laughs) yeah
0: yeah this was a pretty low budget movie which is interesting to me because like Hitchcock was already famous he like, was already making big budget movies. This was his movie after North by Northwest, which I know is still on the docket for us, but, like, that was a big budget thriller, and then this was, like, much more low budget, intentionally shot in black and white. He was just like, I'm going to do something different now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my spot-on Alfred Hitchcock. (laughs) That's
1: That's how he talks. Yeah, one thing that I did enjoy about this is how much it has to do with the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which I'm very obviously, like, intimately familiar with. And I think, like, the first thing where she pulls up and there's, like, a spooky mansion in the rain and, like, a figure in the window. Ari and I made a joke about how it's, like, the same as Rocky Horror, and you were like, yeah, on purpose and I was like what that doesn't seem like that weird of a thing to put in your movie that it's like yep. raining and there's a spooky mansion like that's it see that doesn't seem like past coincidence to me but then they're just like once that happened I felt like there was just like a host of other stuff like I kept catching shots that were like oh yeah what's his bucket Richard, Richard O'Brien. O'Brien like really loved this movie a yeah. lot. and it, and it makes sense it makes sense. Like, the the whole, like, explanation at the end is very, like, the guy that explains things. Yes. Rocky Horror. Dr. Scott. <laughs> no. <laughs> just to jump to the left. The yeah, guy the with criminologist. The... Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. The, the man with no neck. Yeah, it just gave me the vibe of, like, I'm going to walk you through this. That's always fun to yeah. see where things came from.
0: Yeah. The screenwriter of Psycho, I saw a making of and he was being interviewed like decades after the fact. And he was very upfront about how this movie has to do with his own intense issues with his own mother. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's also based on a book that was itself based on a real life serial killer who had some really intense mommy issues. So it's like, oh, he was appropriate to write this movie because he had been doing like intense psycho and like 60 style psychoanalysis about his own mother. So like- Yeah he was able to like really yeah be very specific
1: yeah i do remember saying after it like it's, it was a wild time in psychology when i feel like for a long time psychology was dealing in like absolute answers in yes. a way that just now sounds deranged yeah, to my ear to speak about like the way a person's brain works with that kind of certainty. <laughs> After
0: talking to them for
1: two. Just minutes. sounds like ridiculous. Yeah, to be like to be like, Well, this is this is exactly what's going on and like it's it's this phenomenon that we've witnessed before and like these are the exact like boundaries and parameters and like I just don't think that's how most people's Mental health issues actually shake down?
0: Yeah. What did you say the other day? You were like, the brain is like math and we have two halves and you put them together and you get one messed up brain.
1: <laughs> did i say that that's yeah half norman me. half mother bloop, one weirdo <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yes yes because that's like the math that he does yeah <laughs> like the confidence with which this man says he was never completely norman but he was sometimes completely mother and now he will always be completely mother yeah. even though sometimes he will pretend to be norman a little bit it's like how do you fucking know that like yeah. i think he's just a weird guy like yeah. <laughs> like i think he's got a lot going on yeah he's got a lot going little on. noggin
0: yeah, that scene almost didn't make it into the movie.
1: Oh, fascinating!
0: Yeah, that scene uh, Hitchcock I feel like,
1: Well, certainly Ari needed that scene.
0: <laughs> yes, Hitchcock <laughs> uh, wanted to cut it because he he called it the hat grabber scene because he was like, no one's gonna sit through a three minute psychological explanation.
1: Oh, I, but I, I feel like that's I feel like that's what everyone would want.
0: That's what the screenwriter said. He was like, we just saw a dude in a wig and a dress try to stab someone while keeping a skeleton in his basement. People want to know why.
1: Yeah, I, d- I don't think it reflects a modern understanding of dissociative identities. <laughs> no, not at all. But, but I think it belongs in this film. Yeah. I mean, I would be interested to hear what people with DID think about this movie.
0: Yeah, it's not at a time in psychology where they could really put a name on it. And I feel yeah, like...
1: Yeah, they were not calling it
0: that. I feel like the whole concept of split personalities, we've reached this point in psychological discourse where it's like, okay, well, the movie and TV construction of split personalities is kind of a fiction of film and television Right, anyway. exactly.
1: That's why I'd like to know what people think about this because it is so like campy and classic I just wonder if it like kind of gets a pass in the um
0: the DID community yeah
1: because I I know that like the three episodes of Criminal Minds that are this are not well regarded it's a hard style of brain to cover in an hour yes and like there's just So many stereotypes that have come before that it's like that it's hard over the life of Criminal Minds. The show goes on for 15 years and you can tell that like each each time they do a DID story, it does get a little more sophisticated and a little more like nuanced. But I still feel like it's it still feels like kind of a trope always. Yeah. And it's like from the perspective of like actual mental health. Yeah. Psycho also feels pretty tropey, but it's also the first one. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just would be interested to know. Yeah, what it's one of those. Of movies... Like, I'm sure, I'm sure they're not like, yes, that represents my experience very well. But like, how are we feeling about it? Do right. we wish it would not circulate? Do we? What, what do we? How do right. we?
0: Right. It's like, well, we were all just kind of taking a crack at something for the first time. Yeah. And also, I do feel like psychology had a much worse understanding of DID sixty years right, ago. Right. Exactly.
1: Too. So like, that's not like, like if they didn't it, have a name for it then. Yeah. If it was reflecting the thing to the best of the science of the times.
0: Yeah, like well, you can only do so much with that. Yeah. It is what it is. I would like to share an anecdote that I feel like is very demonstrative of how unpleasant and sex negative the town I grew up in was. Okay. I mean, it was a lot of things. I've yeah. also said that it was very racist, but when I was watching the making of this movie, they did interview Janet Lee. She was still alive at the time. And she was talking about the excellent dead work that she had to do in this movie. Like, oh, yeah. She does oh, my God. It's some incredible. of the best dead work I've ever seen. There's a shot that starts at her eye yeah and then zooms out slow and she, she looks dead she is not focused yeah and on the shot
1: is long it is a and long it's shot not just it's not like i can tell you with certainty i would not be able to do that
0: oh god i like
1: either. it's not just like it's so close on her face for so long like it's not just that she doesn't blink like there is nary a twitch like if you try like playing the don't blink game is challenging enough yeah if you try to not move your eye at all like that go ahead and go ahead and try that if you've never tried it's so much harder than you think it is
0: yeah don't blink don't move your eye don't breathe don't twitch yeah like i'm just too fidgety i would never be able to do it
1: yeah i mean i i think i could do if my face was covered like i think i could stay that still and not breathe but like i just know that i don't have that kind of control over my like eyelids and like lip muscles Yeah. Like there just would be a little something like quivering that isn't even because like I got restless and like had to quiver it. It's just like my face will not stay still like that.
0: Yeah, exactly. So the anecdote about that that I heard was that took a really long time to shoot. It took a lot of takes. Yeah. And it was right after the shower scene, which she was not actually nude for. She was wearing this like flesh toned, moleskin it wasn't like pasties it was like a brazier to kind of like hold everything together sure yeah and she had done so many takes and they had all been wrong and she was doing this one and she was like okay I'm so over this I want this to be done but as she was thinking that she could feel the moleskin peeling off of her chest and she said the thought that was going through her mind was there are a bunch of crew members up above me doing the lighting and rigging and if I stay here I'll get the shot But they're all gonna see my tits. Yeah. And she was like, fuck it, I don't wanna do this again. And so she just laid there, and her words were, and I knew if I stayed there, I'd give them an eyeful, but I'd get the shot. (laughs) And I did. Yeah. And they did. Yeah. And when I saw that in film class, one person sitting next to me went, what a slut. Ah. And like, I think about that once every other week. People, for the last 20 years yeah
1: film people are just the absolute fucking worst yeah the the entitlement there's something about like putting men and classic films in the same space together and all us they feel like all the parental controls are off we are free now to, to say the to say the Quiet part out loud. Yeah. Like we brought a film into the room. I am now allowed to like talk about how a wardrobe malfunction is a-, a woman's nefarious intention. Yeah. To turn on a man against his will. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. Sometimes if you hear Stories like that from the makings of old movies, and I think they're such a bummer because it's like, oh my god, working conditions. But it it doesn't sound like it sounds like it was just a really hard shot, and she just wanted it to be over. It wasn't like it wasn't like somebody was like it wasn't like an abusive power situation. No, it was was just just like 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 literally. This is technically very difficult, and and uh, I'm just
0: tired of it. And
1: I'm over it. Yeah, yeah. And
0: like I could I could stop the shot to like fix this, and like we would just do it again. But I'm, I'm, Uh, I'm making the choice to just fuck it. Yeah. Also, that is the shot they used.
1: Oh, I assumed. Yeah. I was a little disappointed in the chocolate syrup.
0: You did mention that, like, once you knew it was chocolate syrup. It
1: really looks like chocolate syrup, and there's not nearly enough of it. Yeah. Like, like, there's just no way I believe that someone bled bled to death in that bathroom.
0: Yeah, and I th- I think that's one of the things where it's like first slasher movie like th- sure there's yeah, no yeah, way yeah. They, they just could... like
1: couldn't have put enough chocolate syrup to make me believe that yeah I mean I she don't also know.
0: has no stab wounds on her
1: right yeah even though
0: she's been stabbed like twenty times yes
1: that I was like almost willing to forgive that it's like oh they're on her other side like I don't know just because like of the times or whatever but that's the kind of thing that's exactly the kind of goofy shit that like doesn't matter if you're having a nice time you know what I mean like yeah. like if that's the kind... Kinds of notes that people have for a movie. I'm like, oh, you just this movie wasn't really for you. Like that's not a real note. That's not right. a real complaint. Like nobody you, you don't you don't give a fuck about that if you love the movie. Right. So like like as I was thinking about that, I was like, I don't hate it. Like I'm gonna feel good about having seen it and like more cinematically fluent. But like if I'm looking if I'm finding things like that and like like why is she buying the car in front of the car like I don't know. Just like like when you're nitpicking like that, it just usually means that it's not it's not for you.
0: Yeah. And I mean, that's completely reasonable. You know, I feel like I'm, I used to be pretty absolutist and I wanted people to like the things that I liked. And like, you know, emotionally, I still do want people to like the things I like, but I also am old enough now to understand like, not everything's for everyone and that's fine. Yeah. And also you can be like, I found nothing truly wrong with the movie yeah i just it wasn't for me like yeah. it's okay that it wasn't for me and i can also recognize that it was a i literally
1: movie. can't believe the first one is janelle
0: <laughs> yes so where does it fall on the? we haven't used this in a while the Kane casablanca continuum of classic movies
1: oh what do citizen kane and casablanca represent to you
0: to me it is a graph from citizen kane on one extreme being like I absolutely never want to see this movie again. And Casablanca represents, I would happily watch this movie again pretty much anytime.
1: Okay, so it is uh, just about our personal choice yes. and reaction. Yeah, 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 And not about, like, how much we think it...
0: It's not about influence st- or Like, anything. still
1: contributes. Yeah. Okay. Um, honestly, I would put it somewhere between Chinatown and whatever happened to Baby Jane, and that's just... The reality, which is like pretty, pretty low on the scale. I like, I don't, I definitely don't ever need to see it again. And I think I'm going to think about it less than I think about whatever happened to baby Jane. Okay. But like, I don't need to watch whatever happened to baby Jane again, but like I could see going back for like visual references. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. That's sorry. But it's okay, you don't have to apologize. <laughs> I I
0: totally understand. No, I feel
1: bad putting it. That's why I was like it should be it should be two dimensions because like I want to like I want to honor its influence. Yeah. But I don't want to watch it again. That's
0: fine. And also, I feel like it just gets balanced out by the fact that like I really love it. I still really like it. Watching it now, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is a little clunky being a little bit more familiar with the genre. It's going to be fun to compare that to Halloween." Yeah. In a couple weeks. So who is Psycho for?
1: Like horror movie nerds. I feel like you know if it's for you.
0: As is often our answer. Part of the reason I like this movie is because this and All About Eve were the movies that taught me like oh old black and white movies can still be really interesting. Sometimes
1: yeah, sometimes are. Yeah.
0: Sometimes are. Yeah, good. well
1: no, cuz I think I know that I do say that sometimes, but it's like th- but that's the point of the Casablanca thing is that I don't it's like I guess when I say that, it's a reflection of how well I think the thing's reputation represents it. Sure. And I think I think the public understanding of Psycho is accurate. Whatever you think you know about psycho, like we, we also just told you some stuff. I just feel like you, if you're an adult person, like it would have found you if it was for you. Mm-hmm. And if it hasn't found you, like. I, I do not regret spending an evening watching it if you find yourself like Netflix and chilling with someone who's into like classic movies and wants to watch like an old creepy movie like mm-hmm. it's not it's not going to be like unpleasant on of on some fragile sensibilities or anything like yeah. it's it's a nice safe choice for a horror movie but like if you've gotten this far and you don't think you need it I think you know yourself best. See, this is about, to, we're about to be like, where is it in the curriculum? And this is, this is a hard one for me because it's like, I feel like it's not in my curriculum, but I rec- I I honor that it belongs there. Mm-hmm. This is not a Chinatown where I'm like, why? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here with that. Like, this is just like, we've just talked ourselves into it. Right. It's just like, not something that I would choose to cover because I don't think that I have anything to say about it or any, any like unique reflections on it.
0: You said something similar about Kate Bush, where you were like... Sure, yeah. It's for someone, just not me. Yeah. I think, unlike Kate Bush, we are in a situation where I get to be like, the someone is me! Sure,
1: yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And and there are a couple of things on the board where I put an asterisk on something where it's like, it's here, but, like, respect. Or if it's the Sex Pistols, like, it's here with the understanding that it's going to get kicked out for something, some other better punk band down the road. Yeah. So... That is okay. Yeah. So I think it's pretty clear. Like, I don't think it was ever going to not be in my curriculum. We do have a new category that I put up about art and mental illness.
1: Sure, yeah. That
0: I feel like it could go in there. Also, argument for it in queering the supernatural. Yeah. And also the violent femmes because everything kind of, yeah. everything we cover goes to the violent femmes. Yeah. <laughs> the inherent violence of being female, that's, if you did uh, not listen to our first episode.
1: That's uh, what we like. <laughs> it's,
0: it is what we're drawn to. Should we pause and then come back for Alien?
1: Yeah. Okay. We're back. Yes, we're back. You want to count me again?
0: Uh, this one I was going to do because I've only seen the movie once, so I was going to oh, okay. participate in this one. Okay. So, three, two, one. Liked it. Loved better. it. Oh, great. <laughs> I was going to say, liked it better the second time.
1: Yeah, I liked it more than I thought I was going to. Cool. If I remember before times me well enough i think i did think i was gonna like it i was just nervous about some of the gross stuff
0: that is pretty much word for word what you said. Yeah, I okay. just edited that piece okay, of dialogue. Yeah, 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 so yeah, 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 yeah. yes, that is yeah. exactly what you said.
1: Um, it turns out that I did fine with all the gross stuff. I think the grossest things I just was prepared for because they're famous, mm-hmm. and also I think it was an interesting. Watching this movie was an interesting exercise for me in the way that my sensitivities as a viewer are shifting. Just even the like the alien at another time in my life would have been really upsetting for me. Just like the way that it's shiny, the way that its saliva moves. Yeah. Like, the teeth situation, this sort of spinal column of the thing that's on the guy's face. Yeah. And then later when it dies, it's underside, the little, when they're, like...
0: It's a little, like, proboscis.
1: Yeah. It almost has, like, like soggy mushroom rings yeah. in its underside mm-hmm. that, like, I know an earlier version of me would have been, like, I can't spend time with this, but current me is, like, that was fun to design. Yeah. And, like... It It's given me the heebie-jeebies a little bit, but, like, kind of in a fun way. Yeah. Like, in a way, I feel safe, like, engaging with, like, leaning into a little bit.
0: Yeah. I think I liked it better the second time around because the first time I saw it, I was going to a friend's house, and I was prepared to watch X-Men Days of Future Past, and I got there, and he was like, we can watch this, or... We can watch Alien. So instead of watching like a very fast paced high octane action movie from like five years ago. Yeah. I watched a very contemplative, slow burn haunted house in space movie from yeah, it's, fifty years n- ago. It
1: is not really an action movie.
0: It's not at no. all, really. No, there's one or two fight scenes.
1: Yeah. I was like kind of okay with it, just like being eerie and sitting in it because like that is the thing about space is it's fucked up. And Mm -hmm. so sometimes we just are are sitting with that discomfort for a while. And there's a lot of like very like, lingering affectionate shots of models and set dressings that have been like really painstakingly created like there's just like a lot of really beautiful curated design that I just can tell somebody really a lot of people really put their whole heart into (laughs) yeah and that's like nice to see like that really does hold my attention a lot longer than it used to I think just like Oh, yeah, these hallways are shaped funny. Like, look at all the little doodads they put on the walls. Like, the building of the visual vocabulary. Yeah. I I was happy to just do that at the speed that they were doing it.
0: Yeah, I was, too, the second time around. All the little reveals and all of the places that they... Like, the first half of the movie, they are... Kind of exploring an alien planet and an alien spaceship. And then the second half of the movie, they're all getting murdered. Yeah. The alien spaceship, I forgot how cool that was. When yeah. they, they're actually seeing the like, Mummified giant alien. Yeah, seeing how small they are compared to their ship, even though you know their ship is so small compared to like the cargo it's towing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so so I was correct that they they get into trouble because they pick up a signal and go to investigate. I thought it would just be like some sort of like science thing that they were doing, but something I liked about it actually is that it's like they're they're not scientists. They're not infinitely curious like explorers of the universe. Yeah, like on. Honor- like it's not like the code of the explorer got them right like they don't really want to go yeah after this thing there's like a policy
0: <laughs> right yeah there's there's a policy that says that if they don't try to rescue or at least investigate distress signals they don't get paid they don't
1: get paid yeah they're like and they're they like know a-
0: their science officer is a narc so they're like oh, fuck we gotta we have to do
1: it yeah and and it's they they are like a private mining like i don't even know they're they're um, they're a salvage operation yeah they're just like some scrappy working class space operators one of
0: them's wearing like the space version of like a nom vet hat you know i loved
1: all their clothes
0: they i really was, was struck by that yeah
1: i was really into all their little like space outfits <laughs> yeah
0: it's a very 70s version of space like very gritty and like meticulous but also like yeah i kind of like, shitty
1: yeah yes i liked that everything was kind of shitty and like the ship's kind of shitty and like that whoever did like the weathering on, like they have they have all these like patches on their little flight mm-hmm. suits that like somebody really like sandpapered for like a while and i liked like their little i mean i think it's also just like trend cycles like the 70s are, are good right now but like I liked all their little like tags, like like the fonts and the like the logos that were on them and like where the tank top version fell on their shoulders. I was like, yeah, I totally want I want to be in this. Yeah, I'll work at this joint if I get one of those cute little uniforms. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, so they get like a signal that they're not even sure came from other humans, and it's yeah, it's like an annoying company policy that they have to go see if there are survivors at this thing or whatever. And I I was basically right that they that they they come back with eggs. It's just like I didn't realize that they came back with them like already like attached to a person. But also the the, the thing that really surprised me is that they fucking know their eggs. I did yeah. not. I was not expecting that to go to like find this alien and be like oh we found a bunch of eggs and then be like completely comfortable just like coming back on the ship yeah
0: well they weren't supposed to like i'm
1: sure none of these spores are are on us somehow like i'm i'm sure i'm sure playing with those eggs even though one of us is fully unconscious Mm-hmm. I'm sure playing with those eggs wasn't that dangerous and, like, like what? And
0: they weren't supposed to come back on the ship and Ash let them on.
1: Yeah. I was also surprised how much of this movie felt like a statement about, like, maybe you should listen to the woman sometimes. Yes, yeah. <laughs> There's I- just, like, it's like Sigourney Weaver is right about every single thing she says. The reason it doesn't happen the way she says is just because... The people who outrank her are like, ah. Yeah. uh, 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 Shh.
0: Yeah. Like, stop being a fucking buzzkill.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, uh, well, All right. Like, uh, little Ms. think you know shit. Right. And it's like, no, everything she's saying makes so much sense. And if you had just listened. To the point where you
0: looked at me and you were like, was this originally written as a part for a man and they just changed it? Because I don't believe a writer in the 70s would let a woman be right this often.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'm like, her name is Ripley. Like It could, it really could have been. been. I yeah, don't know. Yeah, like, were they, was there a draft where some man was like, this is how I'd be in space. I'm Ripley. Mm-hmm. And then at some point someone had the genius idea of being like, it's actually Sigourney Weaver.
0: Maybe. I don't know. Chest bursting scene. Yes. So first of all, John Hurt does a great job yeah. getting murdered. Yes. Fair it's also nice a thing. great misdirect because he and Ian Holm are the two most famous people in the movie.
1: Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
0: he was in a bunch of stuff it throughout the 70s so like by 1979 it's like oh john Hurt's in this movie he's not gonna die he dies halfway through yeah even though it is a scene where an alien fully rips its way out of another person you don't see that much until the alien actually pops out yeah you mentioned it at the time like your imagination does most of the work like yeah. all of the thrashing you're like oh he's thrashing because an alien is chewing its way through his yeah organs. Yeah, yeah
1: no and it's like once we were watching it i think i did watch over my parents shoulder at some point the part where they cut it and its blood eats the acid through blood, yeah. the floor of the thing and they're like oh no if this gets all the way to the outside the vacuum of space will crush the ship yes I remember I had a like a like a physical memory of the urgency of that and I know that that really stressed me out and I was like I can't be watching this movie and then but for some reason I think I also either on that same occasion or a, another day I had seen the the chest bursting just cuz it's so famous and I think the reason I was so stressed about it is cuz I was like that scene might be how it occurred to me that you don't die as soon as you are fatally injured. Mm. Do you know what I mean like yeah. in kids movies if you get hurt in a way that's gonna kill you, you'd, you're already dead. Yes. And at some point, you have to start thinking about how like that's that's not true. Actually, you have a lot of of insides that you can do without for like a few minutes. Right. But it's you like- could still be aware that they've been destroyed.
0: Yeah, like if your and, arm gets ripped off, you're probably going to bleed out unless someone does something, but you're going to be awake for it.
1: Yeah, and it's like even grosser to me to think about like, oh, all your guts have been like stirred together and mm-hmm. chewed through. Yeah. But since your heart and lungs are still going, you're just going to be enjoying that. <laughs> yeah. That just like really upset me to think about, but I, but I was ready for it this time.
0: Yeah. The other thing I like is that they did a really good job really never killing anyone the same way twice.
1: Yeah, I did. Although I had questions about that.
0: I was reading about this. There's a director's cut that is actually shorter than the regular movie because they add four minutes of footage and cut five, which I think is interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. But one of the things they add is on Ripley's way out of the ship, she finds like a couple of bodies that are the other crew people who disappear. And I think they've been like mummified, wrapped up, like used as incubators for more eggs, essentially. Oh, Yeah.
1: Interesting. So, like... I just felt... I felt it was an inconsistency that they made a point to say that they couldn't find the captain's body, Mm -hmm. and I thought that meant that the alien had consumed it completely. Also, the rules of... Like, I know that there's a way that that this alien is, like, the perfect killing machine or whatever. Like, it's Mm -hmm. the most efficient, like, whatever... But it's like, I thought we were going to see like a few different stages of its development. Like we see its little like sheds, like the little thing that comes out of the guy's stomach, that thing runs away. And then we find its little shedded skin and then it's just like. Enormous. Yeah, like three times the size of a person. Like if it's not eating, how'd it get like that? You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like does it eat people or doesn't it? right and I don't th- I did really enjoy it so I don't think that I'm just like being pedantic and nitpicky. no 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 like, I would I like c- it's fair clarification on the lore because I enjoyed the alien and I want to know what it's up to
0: yeah I can't answer the question I don't know it definitely eats a couple of crew members but it's already basically full grown by then
1: right and then so why doesn't it eat is it just full but it's just like still likes killing things
0: Seems like it does like killing things. Yeah. What did you think of the reveal that Ash is a robot?
1: Oh, I liked that. I did not see it coming. I did see it coming that he was a double agent of some kind, mm-hmm. just because Sigourney Weaver was always right. She she was always it early right, and I never saw her be wrong about something. so yes. I was like, I'm gonna take her word for that too. I just didn't think it was. I didn't know he was gonna be a robot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I thought he was just gonna be like some kind of, or I—I I guess I thought maybe he would—he would be like some kind of pod person. Mm-hmm. You remember in Men in Black when the guy has like a little alien guy inside? Like they open his face and there's like a little yes, alien yes, guy yes, yes, like yes. driving him. I thought it maybe could be something like that. Oh, okay, where it was like like a like a friend of the alien, like sure. a no, like another tiny bug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in a in a human husk. Right. I thought it might be like that, but he's just a straight up robot. He's
0: yeah, he's an android and what i think is interesting about this a milk robot a milk robot what i think is interesting about the series is the fact that he is so evil and is an android is something that sigourney weaver carries with her through the rest of the series
1: mm-hmm. like mm-hmm.
0: that comes up a lot yeah or at least it is a big part of the second one and that's not really a spoiler because it's revealed almost immediately that she just like does not trust androids
1: um <laughs> yeah
0: be specifically because she was like let me tell you about. What happened last time.
1: Yeah. I also liked the reveal that the ship's computer or whatever had like colluded with him, the robot. I hadn't really thought about like whose side the ship was on. Like I wasn't Like the
0: ship's also a robot.
1: When she yeah, when she like overrides and the ship is basically like, Well, me and my robot friend decided that we don't care what happened. We that we're more interested in this creepy alien than Mm And you guys are just his food now. (laughs) Yeah. That that, like hit me. Yeah. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Betrayal.
0: And I mentioned this to you off mic, but I just wanted to bring it up on mic. There are some like really good subtle tells that you don't pick up on until you're watching it the second time about the fact that Ash is a robot because they just don't mention it. You only find out about it Because he gets killed and bleeds milk. Yeah. And well, first he sweats milk, and you're like, wait, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. And then that's
1: when I was like, oh, he is a bug.
0: Right. Okay. So
1: I was like, so for basically the whole movie, I was like, oh, he's evil. It's just, Mm -hmm. we're going to like find out like how and why. Yeah. And then when he sweated milk, I was like, oh, he's a bug. Some of these guys, like for some reason, this one's just really into being a bug and it's fine with being a bug. But some of these other bugs got oh, like smart like body and put snatchers on human yeah. skins yeah but it's not that long from when he sweats milk to when they like it's the same scene break him open and yeah. he turns out to be a robot yeah but, but i still i guess i have questions maybe they'll be explored in the sequel. in the sequels it's like who's robot
0: the company's robot
1: who made him that way
0: the company that is something that The company
1: is... wanted the bug yes and so they send a robot to act in the bug's interests
0: the company wanted the alien yeah. Once they found out that the alien was on board the ship, because what happened was, I yeah. think, since generally speaking, Ash is one of the few people who uses the ship's computer. Once John Hurt was brought on with the face hugger, he went and like sent a message to the company through the computer, and the company sent back, "Bring us the alien." Basically, like everyone else is expendable. Bring us the alien.
1: Oh, that message was fresh from after the
0: yes. They didn't know what they had till they had it.
1: Okay. It wasn't like the robot and the... I honestly hadn't even thought this through yet. It wasn't like the robot and the ship colluded to like intercept that signal in the first place. Yeah. To go down and get those eggs. Because it took them okay, a long so time to decipher what that message even was. So it doesn't have... It doesn't even... Ash the robot doesn't even necessarily have like a particular allegiance to these bugs. Right. He's not like a bug robot. Right. <laughs> He's okay. just,
0: a he's a, he's a company robot. Yeah. That's also why he knows all the policies and also why they're like, oh, fucking Ash is going to tell. Yeah. Like they just thought it was because he was like a narc the, and the a wet worst. blanket. Yeah. Yeah. But it's because he's a robot built by the company that employs them all. Yeah which you find out in the sequel is called the Weyland-Yutani Corporation. Yeah, that's good. It's a good name. One of the things I like that they showed earlier in the movie is Ash is putting on a bodysuit and then he like runs in place, but he runs like a little too fast, Mm. and that but it's very quick. And there are times where he's like flickering his fingers, but he does it like he's doing it. And then it's just like a little bit too quick. And then he stops. Just things that show that he's like a little bit faster than a human should be. Yeah. I just thought that was really clever. Yeah, cute. Yeah, and then you pointed out that the way he tries to kill Sigourney Weaver is just like fucking brutal.
1: Yeah, the magazine business, which I have seen quoted in other things and I did not know was from this. Yeah. Yeah. So when 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 we got to it, I was like, oh, the magazine thing that like this is where that started because (laughs) it is it's like, are you going to suffocate? Like, no, like you're still going to have to do something else to kill her. You're just like really enjoying. I don't know. There's something about it, like because uh, 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 a magazine is also like a low form of human culture. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So there's something about like a robot being like, take your fucking pulp and mm. choke on it you weak creatures yes it's very I satisfying found it juicy
0: yeah yeah it's great what did you think of the cat
1: oh loved the cat obviously I asked for spoilers on the cat immediately because like I honestly was gonna be like I can't watch this film after all <laughs> yeah <laughs> if the cat does not survive but I also feel like because I remember I said I thought Sigourney Weaver and maybe one other person yeah I feel like I nailed that. You did. Maybe one, maybe one other cat. Yeah. <laughs> one other maybe person.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I thought that having the cat was really like a smart move because they had that like weird sensor. Yes. It was like sensing movement. Yeah. Were, like this so is how we'll catch be, the yeah, alien. Cause
1: it, it, yeah, it made it, it made it like, so there was another like rogue on mm-hmm. the ship. Yeah. Besides the alien.
0: Yeah. But and, it's just a cat. And then the cat becomes a tool at the end cause she doesn't have that thing anymore but she knows that the cat and the alien hate one another. Yeah. I think that's the reason why. But for some
1: reason, the alien doesn't never chooses to consume the cat. I think the alien
0: is scared of cats.
1: Oh, interesting. The alien and the cat are left alone together, and the alien doesn't kill the cat, which I think is interesting.
0: Yeah, I I think we're meant to understand that the alien is afraid
1: of cats. It's like something about that one. Uh, uh, These humans cut him right down, but I don't know about that one. Yeah. I don't know what's going to come out of it.
0: I think probably because the humans are is like super make- scared and the cat is like, fucking come at me. Fuck you. Yeah. Like- yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I just wonder because it's like, it's pretty tiny. The alien's pretty big. It doesn't make any sense to me that the alien would be physically frightened of the cat. Yeah. But if there's something like unsettling, like I don't, is that going to make a ghost? Like just these like- humans, I know when you kill them, they're dead, but a cat, I don't know. I might end up with like some demons on, on my exoskeleton yeah can't have that slowing me down or it's just like small potatoes like who cares it's like
0: yeah like maybe it's because the cat was in a bulletproof box like who knows and the alien wasn't gonna like try to break it open
1: yeah i don't know i had no idea i think it's an interesting observation that the the book save the cat is about this movie
0: i speculated that the name of the book save the cat is because of this movie and that is because it is very important that the cat be saved in this. Yeah, movie. I,
1: I think it's a reasonable.
0: And the cat on the cover of Save the Cat is an orange
1: cat. Yeah, I and think so the the one. amount that the cat figures in, like emotionally, and the the amount that 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 the cat is a a character, both with some of its own agency, but also like that requires attention from our hero Sigourney Weaver it, it just would make everything I've heard I have not actually read the book but everything that I've heard about it, it, it that would track to me
0: yeah I haven't read it either I was just going off of the cover alone and the name yeah yeah yeah. who is alien for
1: yeah I don't people who like things that are spooky and over designed
0: yeah I feel like it's I a think good those
1: are it's those are its main triumphs are spooky vibes and visual design
0: yeah, like if you are someone are both who things are like. doesn't like horror movies but wants to enjoy a movie with a horror movie fan, I feel like this is a good choice.
1: Yeah, and it is like like a like a haunted house. It is it is a lot like a slasher without a knife mm-hmm. in that it's like watch them go one by one until there's until there's a final girl. This is much closer to like the, our modern understanding of like we start with a group and we end with a final girl. Yeah but like it's not you don't have to like watch well you you do you do have to watch one person get opened from the inside
0: yeah but even that but it's even that, like, pretty not brief really
1: yeah like you mostly kind of like come back and just see what happened yeah like if you want to explore that sort of like model of storytelling mm-hmm. without a lot of like actual body horror like i said there is some gross stuff the alien is gross
0: but gross in a cool way
1: yeah but like i think i now am am more i'm more sensitive to human body grossness than slimy thing grossness yeah but you know just know yourself on that spectrum
0: Yeah I think if you like spooky but you don't want to be like worried that what's happening in the movie can happen to you like this movie's not going to keep you awake at night.
1: Yeah and I didn't I'm also very sensitive to like space. I don't like space.
0: (laughs) Yeah yeah.
1: I'm afraid of space. The
0: vacuum of space (laughs) was not a character here.
1: Yeah and it's like yeah we're in space but we're on a ship and like it's discussed uh, like whether we are going to try to like airlock the alien like like I didn't really af- start to feel the impact of like space scariness until gravity and it's it's not like that it's not yeah. a space movie like that where it's like the threat of space is just like constantly like one layer of mylar away from all of these people like the, th- the main threat is the alien
0: yeah space is just the thing that isolates them yeah it's the street the haunted house is on yeah if someone came up to you at a party and they were talking about alien as their favorite movie how would you feel
1: depends on their tone yeah I feel like the one depends on their tone and 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 what they're saying about it
0: yeah because of this film's cultural cachet I do feel like you are in danger of talking to a film bro yeah if you're talking about alien
1: but I do feel like if a film bro wants to tell me that his favorite movie is a Sigourney Weaver movie (laughs) yeah you know what I mean is a movie about a woman being right all the time yeah like, I feel like there's a lot of film bros who would be like, oh yeah, I like Alien, but here's a movie that I like even better where a man is right all the time. So like, if you're telling me honestly that that is your favorite movie, I think that's more, more green flag than red. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Like
0: you could certainly do worse. Yeah. Yeah. Where does it fall on? The Kane Casablanca continuum of classic movies.
1: Oh, as far as like, would I watch it again? Yeah. Somewhere in, in proximity to E.T.? Okay, maybe a little higher.
0: That's where I would put it too. Yeah, that's okay. where I would put it too. Uh, do you feel like it's in your curriculum?
1: Yeah, sure. I don't know what
0: Profiles encourage?
1: Sure or but you know I like to just make it up every time.
0: We don't have a horror genre yet.
1: No, but I, I feel like what I was most interested in about it is like semiotics of the post-apocalypse.
0: Kudos to you for, <laughs> for putting semiotics in something. I love that. Yes, okay yes fantastic
1: that's what i that's what i would like to explore in this film
0: umberto echo just gave you a thumbs up from the grave
1: i don't know who that is
0: he was did he
1: make up that word
0: he wrote a lot about he was a he was a semiotician
1: okay yeah i mean all it is is just like what symbols mean to people right yeah basically yeah that okay that's like
0: yeah i think that's a great name for a class and there's plenty of things well there's a couple of things that we've covered that i think would fall into that
1: one time this was actually in my MFA more recently but somebody pulled up a photo of like a cool hovercraft with a guy in it that probably is from some movie that maybe you would recognize but I didn't okay and it was like let's just talk about like the design elements of this and it was like okay so it's the future but it's the 70s like this is obviously a 70s hovercraft but also it's a hovercraft well no mm. but we didn't say that we were like okay so it's the 70s but it's but it's on another planet things we can tell about the environment like the rust patterns like this like this guy's had this vehicle for a while seems very comfortable in the vehicle like yep. also it's seems taken care of but also well worn like environmental factors of on the like what the finish of the thing and then it's like we've been talking about it for like 10 minutes and then it was like we also haven't mentioned that it's hovering <laughs> <laughs> so like perhaps we should talk about like what that technology is but it's like like like, you can be that nerdy about every frame of things like this. And so, like, I, I think because I was just so into, like, all those little models they made and all the, like, well, all the goofy little buttons they pushed. And, like, mm-hmm. like I feel like you could, you could just look at the design of the ship and the alien and, the, you know, like, yeah. a, a lot of the choices that were made and be like, why are they this way? And what does that tell you about, like the story they're trying to tell and the people who made it and the time that it was made and like who it's for and that's why I said what I said. <laughs>
0: no, I, I I think that that is very accurate and I think that that would be a lot of fun in this movie and there's some movies are better for that and some movies are worse and I think this one's great for that. Yeah. Okay, so where can people find you on TikTok?
1: <laughs> at Trash Analysis.
0: You can find me on TikTok or on Twitter at Anxious Archfey. You can find the show on Twitter at SophisticatePod. Next week we will be releasing our Halloween episode which will be all about the movie halloween and we will be dropping it on halloween so lest ye forget what day it will be (laughs) it will be then and until then that about does it for us here at i'm a sophisticate and so can you good night and good luck